Greetings! You're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall. To see us and everything we talk about, be sure to check out the video version by visiting youtube.com slash Xanaland. Thanks for listening! Well, now you got into this mess by going down a waterfall. Now, how would you suppose we'd get them out of that? By going up the waterfall? That's right! Anything's possible in Disneyland. <laughs> Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining us on episode 26 of Up the Waterfall. Uh, ooh, 26. I'm your host, Zana Otis, with Scott Otis, Hello. my beloved husband, Aww. an amateur Disney historian. Very amateur. <laughs> well, you don't get paid for it, so yeah. <laughs> um, here we take a journey up the waterfall of Disney parks, history, facts, and nostalgia with a present-day point of view. I would say. Um, So sit back and relax and remember the magic with us. Now, let me let you clue you in (laughs) as to what this topic is, if you haven't figured it out by clicking play or hearing last week's episode where I mentioned that this is what we were going to be talking about. Basically, last week, which was a very special one-off episode, (laughs) Bringing us up to date and back into the swing of things was episode 25, which made uh, Christian and I think that we should discuss various Disney parks anniversaries, uh, which we didn't do. So (laughs) we're doing (laughs) it on the 26th episode, which has nothing to do with anything, but you know. I'll be able to tie in a 26 in there. I've got one in mind. All right. Anyway. Um... (laughs) We have in the past discussed various assorted, I think, anniversaries of like festivals and things like that. But just for, you know, setting some guidelines here, this is strictly United States parks anniversaries, unless you were going to talk about Asian stuff. No, no. Uh, I well, was planning to throw I'm in that Tokyo of- does some really cool celebrations, but I have nothing prepared for it, so. <laughs> I, I have some about that too, but not much. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you um, oh lead us off because as you know, if you've been watching or you know me or us, I did not go to Disneyland until 2011, 2012. I don't know. I believe it was 2011. That's yeah. Right. For the first, well, my first expo. Second the expo. The second expo, yeah. Um, so yeah, I have no fun Disneyland history with anniversaries or things from the 80s or anything fun like that so yeah and my first trip to Disneyland was in 1974 which was a long time ago but honestly I actually don't really remember much about anniversaries at Disneyland until the I guess the 30th Hmm. even though I was there for the other ones but they didn't really celebrate too much so I guess let's just talk about that a little bit yeah go ahead um so, of course, you all may remember the opening uh, of Disneyland, the Dateline Disneyland TV show, which was a huge 90-minute live spectacular that had never been done before on TV. Um, you know, that's not really an anniversary because that's the opening of the, of the place. But um, it wasn't until a little while later, actually the fourth anniversary of that, which, you know, you'd think, why four? And actually, uh, the fourth anniversary of Disneyland... They did a, a, sh- a live show about that, 
because they had a lot of um, new stuff that was uh, premiering in the park that year. You may remember such things as the Matterhorn bobsleds, the submarine voyage, and the monorail. They actually did a live TV special on that. Um, and because it was broadcast live, they actually there's actually no known um, copies of that broadcast. That's crazy. It has It's considered a lost episode. I don't know if they've ever uh, found it since, but um, yeah, it's lost. So I've never seen it. Hmm. Um, but actually, one funny note about that is Disneyland actually accidentally flew the Danish flag on top of the Matterhorn for that special instead of the Swiss flag. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oops. I guess, you know, times were different that those days. But anyway, but uh, things didn't really uh, kick off until the 10th anniversary of Disneyland. That's when they did the Big Ten Centennial. And that's... I was going to s- interject really please. quick. The On Disney Plus, the Disneyland yes. Around the Seasons does have a lot of clips from that parade i believe wasn't it from that i can't remember what year that was to be honest so Let's see if it says on the info <laughs> it came out in 67 so okay i don't know i just it's very possible looking at videos which you can find videos of most of these celebrations on youtube and i will link them all yes. in the blog post that i do because we've been watching them and that is a treasure trove <laughs> we'll of talk a time, more about them in a, a time capsule of some amazing amazing things of the past yeah. and i remember like on this 10 centennial one that i'm talking about there's i remember a scene with the a dancing cake with lots of slices yeah. dancing around and then they kind of make the cake and, and then and then they dance around separately <laughs> And actually, it's also funny because uh, if you uh, look in there, one of the dwarfs takes off his head accidentally. Uh-oh. I mean, I think he did it purposefully, but he accidentally did it on air, and they oh. kept it in there. Wow. Oops. So well, look for that. We were, well, we'll get to that in the 20th. But anyway, twenty fifth. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, but also in that ten cent that's when um, Walt Disney, you know, toured the very first ambassador, uh, Julie Ream, around the the Wed Enterprises. Yeah, the inspiration for our very title. That's right. Which it came from up the waterfall. Um. Anyway, he, so he's showing her all of the things that they're going to be premiering in the park in the next couple of years, including Pirates of the Caribbean. And the Haunted Mansion, and you know, has John Hench with the Plaza Inn, and all kinds of fun stuff. Mm. That's a an awesome thing. And if they were to ever they conclude that type of thing on Disney Plus, that would be I know awesome. I I don't see why they can't because they do D twenty three itself does have bits of it. Yeah, I don't know that they have the whole show, but they do have bits of it. Right. On um, YouTube, like officially from their right. channel. So, yeah. So, YouTube is a great place to find a lot of these. And hopefully, eventually, they be, are added to Disney+. Plus. But anyway, um, another thing. You say Walt Disney, he, you know, he was so busy with all of his projects, you know, doing, you know, planning for Disney World and all of that, that he needed someone to talk about all of the stuff that when he couldn't. And that's why they created the Ambassador Program that year, 1965. Um, which is still going strong today in the parks. It is. So and yeah. Disney Springs recently. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, so uh, there are lots of other TV shows, and these are actually the things that I remember growing up. Are the the TV programs that were um, that came f- you know, with all of the anniversaries, and before they started doing all of the like sixteen, eighteen month celebrations mm. that they kind of do in kind of in the more modern times. I personally remember uh, the TV shows, and one of the ones that we actually just watched last night was the Disneyland uh, 25th anniversary show. And that was, I think that one is one of my favorites. And that one uh, stars Danny Kaye and a young Adam Rich from Eight is Enough. Um, and Danny Kaye actually, and this is just a couple years before he did the Epcot opening special, and he portrays all kinds of characters, including Adam Rich's grandfather, his grandmother. He plays himself and all kinds of other characters. Asterix, it may contain outdated <laughs> cultural depictions. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> yes, yeah, he plays a German who's actually a, even a Swiss mountain climber who wants to climb the Matterhorn. And yeah, there's others He's that... He plays an Italian guy and he plays an Indian Sikh with makeup if he catch my drift. So, you mean where his face is a little bit darker than maybe it should be? Yeah, and a very stereotypical typical accent yeah, or whatever. It may not hold accent. up and it's that kind of thing that might prevent these things from showing up on Yeah. Well, Disney I mean Plus. they I, they put these on with that note that in is it. True. So it was Honestly, I think all of these things should appear unedited and you know with that with that um and tag. if I can jump in again Please. because I because don't have much to say from I'd experience like seeing it the first time last night, but um after watching a few of these and the Walt Disney World ones as well, it really was, it's strange to me to figure out if they were so, if they are so amazing to watch now because we're looking back and, you know, we have the nostalgia of the vintage whatever was going on (laughs) versus now if they were to do one of those, it would be very overproduced, over-synergized... But I think looking back on that one, that had a ton of synergy in it, too, because it had people that were in various shows, not that Disney owned ABC at the time, but they were on ABC. So I think there was a lot of people in shows that were on that network. I don't know. Maybe it was just that's a very good point, because, yeah, a lot of people, they think that all of the like the the current Walt Disney World Christmas Day parade are just so like there's so much synergy. But. It's always been I'm that way. I'm not a fan of how they do them these days. Yeah, because I remember how, like, charming, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better word, these old things from the 80s were. Maybe I'm just old and, you know, telling kids to yeah. get off my lawn so that <laughs> things look It's a, I'd say it's fun. a fine balance of, of the two. Because, yeah, they've always had, like, uh, popular music stars kind of doing their musical acts in various locations throughout the parks. Um, and then, you know, they've thrown in some little story bits here and there yeah i mean the skits were very cheesy and <laughs> i i just don't i don't know i don't if i think if they tried to do it today it there's a very small audience that it would yeah. appeal to yeah just, just real quick um in this particular one adam rich you know the young kid he's actually from eight is enough yeah from eight is enough he's actually kind of bored which is kind yeah, of weird, that's and, the it's, whole and his, line his is grandparents were like, you know, there for days, you know, just trying doing everything over and over, and he just wanted to leave. And basically, Danny Kay and you know, or his grandfather was 
trying to convey to him that Disneyland is fun for people of all ages. And it takes people like a 21-year-old Michael Jackson singing When You Wish Upon a Star, as well as Ease On Down the Road from yeah. The Wiz. Um, if you are younger than we are, you should definitely take a look at Michael Jackson in yeah, that video. Uh, because it's He was so young and pure then. Well. He was. <laughs> Yeah. We don't know what his personal life was, but he was He was young. just a very big, a, <laughs> a huge Disney fan. He had just uh, yes. been on The Wiz. Um, yeah, came out in 78, and this parade was, or show yes. was in 80. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny to see, um, I mean, Danny Kay really does not phone it in for this. He does oh, no. like several original songs that I don't know if he wrote them or somebody wrote them for him. But they're all very catchy, and the costuming, the costume changes, the makeup. He yeah. plays a grandmother and <laughs> a witch at two oh, different right. spots, and they're they're not cheapy looking nope. makeup. Yeah, jobs, they had that know? whole dream really, sequence too yeah. that was uh, performed in front of it. That it's a was small a weird world. sequence with ballet and stuff. But yeah. it's reminiscent um, of some of the old uh, musicals of the '60s, like Oklahoma, yeah. and Carousel. And, and that was South Pacific. really the time period of like variety shows were still a yeah. thing. Like I used to watch, you know, the Barber Mandrell show oh, yeah. and Solid Gold <laughs> and Hee Haw. I don't think I watched Hee Haw, <laughs> but I knew it existed. Yeah. Those kind of things. So it was that sort of, you know, everything. And there was a whole sing along with random TV stars at the time and cast members. Um, so that I yeah, think of all the of ones I've seen that recently, that one definitely is the most yeah. fun and interesting to watch. And also had the Osmond brothers, and they were yes. kind of sh- they were replaying their original um, <clears throat> showcase uh, on you know when they that they did at Disneyland like back in 1961, and then it also included Donny Osmond, and, and they then they sang for a very long time in some funky jumpsuits. Anyway, so anyway, okay, so that was fun. But then right after that, they did the, there was the Walt Disney World 10th anniversary show, which we also saw a bit of. Yeah. And that actually included uh, Dean Jones and Michelle Lee with their children, Ricky Schroeder and Dana Plato. Dana Plato Crazy. being from... Uh, different Strokes. Different Strokes and Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons. Yeah, I don't know if he had been in that yet. Yeah, maybe not. He was but really young in this. Yeah, he was really. Um, and also included a very young Michael Keaton yes, as, as a bellhop, bellhop at the Contemporary, which was, yeah. and even just seeing the Contemporary in the state it was back then, without the canopy entryway. Yeah. It's crazy, and and that one in particular is great to see all of the mostly original. Um, Walt Disney World Resort and you know Epcot was not a thing at that time it had Fort Wilderness yeah uh, so they focused on that I I did they go to Discovery Island or not I can't remember maybe later in the show we didn't watch I remember them showing previews of birds on an island so I think they must have gone there because they didn't have as much then so this was uh, just slightly before Epcot even opened so it was pretty much Magic Kingdom and the resorts just a couple of resorts yeah so yeah that was a fun that one. That was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but then, 
But then uh, they really started to go crazy with the uh, Disneyland's 30th anniversary in 1985. And they had a TV show with uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, John Forsyth of of Dynasty. Mm -hmm. And they actually had uh, a new nighttime parade. As well as the in that show, they had the first uh, primetime appearance of Julian Lennon, uh, John Lennon's son. I love him. Yeah, I do. But... What was great about that one is they actually had, this is when they started to do things at the parks that yeah. were done on a it daily basis. It was more basis. than just a show yeah. commemorating the anniversary. Sorry, our cat <laughs> I remember uh, Jack Lindquist, who was the president of Disneyland at the time, he decided it would be a fun idea to give away a car every day. Every An day? An actual car. Well, it turns out it was more than every day. Uh, so they in- installed at the front entrance of Disneyland the Gift Giver Extraordinaire. Mm. And this was just a giant uh, machine that uh, pumped out a, a prize every 30 seconds. Like or, I'm ticket? sorry, not every 30 seconds. It was every 30th person that entered the turnstile won a prize. And every 30,000th person that went through the turnstiles won a car. Wow. Every 30th person? Every 30,000th person. Oh, sorry. I misheard you. I was going to say, like, people would be waiting around to, like... Right. But every 3 millionth person won a Cadillac, which at the time was considered a very fancy car. Um, they ended up giving away, over the course of the year, 410 cars. And uh, that actually increased attendance at Disneyland that year by 22%. Makes um, sense. And what, what was funny about, th- or not funny, but fun about that is on the display itself, it had a giant uh, number of the entire population of Disneyland from its opening to then. Because they were, uh-huh. during that year, they were actually going to cross the 250 million guest threshold. And so when that finally happened, on that day, a woman from, a stewardess from Seattle, she won that. She won a car. She also won a lifetime pass to Disneyland. Wow. Yeah. And I think, and because they actually had to uh, follow the rules of lottery type things like that, they had to get a, like, Price Waterhouse Coopers um, to kind of oh, yeah. audit the whole thing to make sure that everything was on the up and up. And because uh, things like that included uh, a thing that said that you do not have to um, – purchase anything to participate they actually set up a turnstile by the kennel for those who didn't want to buy a ticket and enter the park so like there were people that were stopping by every day just to enter that turnstile just on the off chance of winning i can't imagine that happening today there would be (laughs) a line out down harbor boulevard i guess right so that was fun but also during that uh the 30th anniversary of disneyland they um decided to do a weird thing called sky fest a million balloon, I guess, where they did balloon releases hmm. back before they thought about the environmentality of such a thing. Mm. They decided to set the uh, the Guinness Book of World Records record for a balloon release, and they did a million balloons, and they did it on Walt's birthday that year. And I remember seeing a, a thing on the Disney Channel talking about that, and they showed all these balloons flying up, up through the air, and and quickly... Um, within 24 hours, they were getting phone calls from people who, where their balloons were landing, you know, nearby, and then as far away as Kansas and things wow. like that. I'm sure a lot That's of fun. them ended up in the Pacific Ocean. 
Oops. Sorry, turtles and fish. Yeah. But that was a fun thing just to kind of get some press. And then, of course, then the, the Walt Disney World 15th anniversary. I can comment on this one. Yes. I was there. They did a, a TV show starring <laughs> B. Arthur and Betty White. Yeah, I don't Golden remember Girls. that. I'm sure I watched it, but. And it had uh, President Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that was weird. And the monkeys and Air Supply all performed. Oh, I missed Air Supply. I fast forwarded through that one before. <laughs> That's okay. But then uh, they also had the, uh, the TV show there. Um, there was another one that showed the history of Walt Disney World with a sneak peek of upcoming uh, projects like Pleasure Island, um, Typhoon Lagoon, the Studios Park, Norway at Epcot. And on that one, they... And probably the Mount Fuji in Japan because Uh, I keep watching them and they talk about that in That was a little later, but they might have talked about it because that project's always been on there. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, but then they also kind of brought the gift giver extraordinaire concept over to Disney World. Do you want to talk about that one? Here's my ticket that I have. Oh, wait, I don't have. I Uh, do have tickets. You have tickets. They're in our Disney vault somewhere. (laughs) Um, But we'll insert a photo. Also insert a photo of me next to the Epcot center cake oh that's right because at the time they had only the two parks and they had a giant clock a mickey mouse clock at the entrance of both parks yeah to show you that like every 15 seconds another ticket was given out most of the i i didn't win anything i think someone i knew won um one of the light up visors yeah so on each ticket they stamped the time and it was like to the 10th or a hundredth of a second on there not just the time, yeah. but like point whatever. And so every 15 seconds, they were giving away, you know, buttons, visors, as well as comp tickets to the parks as and uh, and cars for that yeah. one too. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really liked the weird cake that they put in front of um, <laughs> Spaceship Earth. It was, I guess, the end of like where the median little... Not planter. Topier. Yeah, the planter. Um, sorry. And it was like a very odd, almost like horizons shaped uh, yes. cake. So it was it very was not at cake an angle. like looking, but it had candles in it and stuff. And well, you'll see the photo that I have Christian put in of me with my uh-huh. terrible 80s shorts <laughs> that are very high waisted. Sure they're not terrible. But I am holding a fun um, shopping bag, a paper Ooh, shopping bag, fun. which. I think I have one of those in a in a box somewhere. Oh, I too, definitely but do. But not that one because that was all crunched up. <laughs> anyway, I I did enjoy that time. It was fun to get a ticket every time, and I think that was really, I mean, on this coast, the start of like the anniversaries being an event, not just a one time thing, not just a show, kind of stuff. Yeah, like you were talking about just the you know getting your each individual ticket with the timestamp. I actually remember a story about that. Uh, our family was in line in, in our cars waiting to be parked, and we were in a, like a traffic jam just past the toll booth. But I was so eager to get to the front that I actually left my family right there on the spot, and I ran through the parking lot thinking that I could beat everybody. This and I think I did. Scott but thing to do. <laughs> yeah, so I was, you know, booking it through the parking lot, got on the tram to get to the, you know, to the monorail, and I took the monorail over, and I think my, the time punch was like nine o'clock and not even like like 37 seconds just like just slightly off where i almost won i didn't win but 
I don't oh, know. I don't I know. For, I don't know why, but for some reason, I I needed to get mine first and have it as <laughs> early as possible. Not that that increased my odds of winning. <clears throat> it was just a very, as you said, Scott thing to do. <laughs> yes, it was a very Scott thing to do. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was a fun. Uh, my first experience with that, and I think, like I said, it just made it seem like everyone could experience and take part in the anniversary yes and it became more of but it was really before it then now that we have four different parks here it kind of gets i mean magic kingdom still is like the main one to yeah. celebrate but we have like epcot anniversaries now yeah. and animal kingdom and, and i'll get to that studios and all that fun stuff but they're usually lesser yeah it was and these ones in ones, the mid about. 80s and early 90s and the kind of like yeah. the mid 90s are the kind of like the big ones before they started getting getting to those kinds. Uh, I will mention the, the I don't really know much about the Disneyland's 35th anniversary. I know they had a TV show with a cast of Cheers, Muppets, Tony Danza, and then the original hosts of the opening of Disneyland, uh, mm. Ronald Reagan, Art Linkletter, and Bob Cummings. Yes. But then, um, then the Walt Disney World had the 20th anniversary, and this was the first time where I was actually physically present um, full time. You know, where I had, this was after I moved here. And they had uh, a fun was TV show. Was that the show with John Lithgow? Possibly. They actually had like three different TV shows oh, that okay. year. So I'm pretty sure, I did, I did I see John Lithgow's They're room. all running together now, but yeah. he was doing a whole tour of studios, which okay. was still relatively new. Yes. <clears throat> and um, yeah, it was really fun to see him and see him experiencing that park for the first time they were yeah. just getting ready they had just announced building sunset boulevard and okay. tower of terror you can see uh, some right. tower of terror concept art in that which does not look anything like the finished product it was fun <laughs> to see that well they had all kinds of things planned at yeah. that park that never came to be but I mean, one of the tv specials actually had michael eisner traveling around the country looking for a host for the walt disney world uh 20th anniversary um, th and he was basically telling each one of them that you're, you're definitely the most qualified person <laughs> for it and included such stars as Steve Martin, Tim Allen, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie Murphy. All the big ones. Regis and Kathy Lee. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy Joel. Unless I already said that. Um, I didn't. That's right. But anyway, um, and then they actually had, that was when they introduced a fun uh, television commercial called 20... Oh, yeah. 20 new reasons to visit Walt Disney World this year. That had a very catchy tune where they were counting from 1 to 20, and with each number they were showing a different thing that was premiering at Disney World or just had premiered at Disney World mm. that year. So that was a lot of fun. But it included also uh, the surprise celebration parade with party gras floats yeah, from Disneyland's thing. 35th anniversary that they had brought over, which included Roger Rabbit front and center uh, wearing his jester hat. Included, I remember, um, Mickey Mouse holding the big scepter mm -hmm. kind of thing. And these were huge floats that when they were yeah. filled up were just taller than the buildings uh, at on Main Street. Um, they also had Minnie Moo from, you know, from the farm with the, yes, with I have the a Mickey weird uh, photo of her somewhere. <laughs> she was at the the farm in, I guess, Mickey's Toontown Fair. It wasn't Mickey's Toontown Fair then. It, it was. It was just Mickey's. 
No, Toontown Fair was, yeah. Okay. Not Toontown. Toontown oh, that's Fair right. Toontown. was like the county yeah. fair thing. That's right. And they had lots of live animals there, including Minnie Moo, with the perfect shape of Mickey on her side. Rest um, in pieces. Oh, uh, no, just peace. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that, that, uh, the surprise celebration parade, it was a huge spectacle with lots of uh, parade performers, like hundreds of them. It was huge. But they also had these, um, they introduced the Spectro Magic Nighttime Parade there. That's when they oh, went. Oh, yes. Remember that one? My favorite uh, parade. Uh, I do love that one. Because that's when I was working there for the 25th anniversary, yeah. so right after. And so that's the parade I saw outside of Main Street every and day. And they had those night. little weird-faced characters that were kind of like <laughs> People think they're creepy, children. but I love them. No, I love them. <laughs> but I could see how people thought they were weird. But they also included the um, the Surprise in the Sky show at oh, Epcot. Yes. I never saw that. Now, even this is just uh, maybe four years after Skylightoscope, which premiered also at Epcot. Never saw with, that you know, which had ultralights with characters driving mm-hmm. the ultralights all around. They had speedboats on the uh, World Showcase Lagoon with, with kites, similar to what they have in the yeah. Epcot Forever show. Um, but they also had boxes in front of each of the 11 uh, country pavilions in World Showcase that during the show opened up to uh, have uh, show characters uh, in Oh. Cold air balloons, if you will, hmm. that blew up, similar to what they had on the on the parade yeah. at the Magic Kingdom. Wow! I and so no during that. each show, uh, each show, yeah, each country, and it was actually amazing to see from across the lagoon yeah. to see all of the characters um, blow up and hmm. be. <laughs> it was very interesting, you know, kind of like Jack in the Box style. Yeah. Um, then they also had a thing that I actually don't really remember, the Mickey's Magic Show at the Studios Park. The Studios. Hmm, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> um, also, Dick Nunes gave a State of Our World address in oh. which he announced such things as the Fuji Mount Roller, the Mount Fuji Roller Coaster, which never came to be, a, a space pavilion for Future World, which yeah. this is not Mission Space. This is a different one right at... Um, that was going to replace Horizons. Um, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle restaurant. Restaurant? Did which never came pizza? to be. Probably. I, probably, yes, they would have. But it also, in, he announced such things that did exist, like the, uh, the volunteers um, program mm-hmm. for cast members, Muppet Vision 3D, which actually premiered that year. Still holds true yeah. today, or whatever. Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Ah, yes. So those are some good things. But one thing I was also going to mention is they um, Disney has done other anniversary shows that weren't just about the openings of parks. Right. And I just wanted to throw a couple in there. They actually um, had one for the 200th anniversary of Bill of Rights, of the Bill of Rights, which was came out in 1791. So. Oh, weird. I just saw one of the videos I was watching had people that looked like they were doing candlelight processional Reading the Constitution. So yeah, that was, that was another one. Uh, the 200th anniversary of the U.S. Constitution, which I believe was uh, 1787, they actually had um, a 200th anniversary parade hmm. and show for that, and where they included uh, former uh, Supreme Court Justice Warren Burger was here, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> and they had—I remember—on they had a, a parade float with the. Um, 
one of the pages of the U.S. Constitution on the float. Very weird. Very weird. But okay, getting <laughs> they back to it, seemed to be a lot more political then, because that other one had Ronald Reagan. Yeah, speaking Ronald Reagan. He was I'm still the president at that time. Yeah. So. Weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, but they also had the. Okay, let's go back to the parks parades or parks specials. They had the Disneyland 40th, which was in 1995, and the big thing that was happening there was the uh, introduction of the new ride, Indiana Jones Adventure. Mm. So they had a lot of stars dressed as Indiana Jones who had just ridden it for the first time talking about that, including John Stamos. Ah. Stamos. (laughs) (laughs) And Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, of course, the Walt Disney World 25th anniversary. This one included... The thing that I'm sure everyone remembers most of all, well, what would that be? The castle cake. The castle cake. And that is, this is where I was going to promise you a 26. Because oh, yeah, they had 25 candles oh. on the cake, but they had a 26th candle for, what do they, what do they one say? One to grow on? A, one, a year to grow on. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I wonder if I knew that back then and just blocked yeah, it Yeah, they, they made sure that everyone knew it. Oh, but okay. this... <laughs> Castle cake. I'm sure everyone's seen photos, but if you have been living under a rock, it was pink, Pepto Bismol pink. Lots of candy. It It looked like it had little. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was definitely. Yeah, it had inflatable gumdrops and things like that. Um, It was fun. Frosting, and I I think the people that were probably so irate about it at the time probably are glad they have photos of it now maybe i think one of the things that i think a lot of people have heard about is this was right after disney was starting to do weddings on property and so the folks who were wanting a classic castle (laughs) background instead got a pink castle cake and i think it's just any folks that you know missed or really wanted to see the elegant looking cinderella castle instead saw a castle cake which as you said i think is fun but for those who were like a once-in-a-lifetime trip wanting to see a classic castle and got <laughs> that instead. But, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what they, else did they, they have? They did then? a lot of um, special promotions and things for this one. Yes, That's, they did. Like I said, I was down there living, and I was working there at the time. So we would go in pretty much any time we were off, you know, not working, my mom and I, and you could get a little pin yeah, these are the guest of honor badges. Sticker on the back, so you could stick it on you, and um, yeah, guest of honor, and then you could take little numbers for the year that was your first visit. Mm-hmm. So I always said 1974 for mine, which I was six months old at the time and didn't remember. Sometimes if you were here in '74, it counts. <laughs> Sometimes I did a later the '83 one for which is yeah. the first one I really had like yeah. memories. Yeah. And of. my first visit to Walt Disney World was 1984. But it's interesting because I think as we had mentioned in our episode where we talked about ourselves, your first year at Disney World was the same as my first year at Disneyland. Yeah. 1974. And I was less than six that. months old. <laughs> um, they also gave away a lithograph, which was just That's like right. a poster. Um, I think those I have were many of those. I guess they weren't pass holder ones because we were cast members. So I guess just anyone you could go into. Yeah. It was where um now it's like a store at the exit of the meet and greets um, mm-hmm. next to Tony's Town Square. Yep. But at the time, it was, it was like an Walt information. Oh yeah, that too. 
Um, but there was like a little desk and you could, that's where you got the badges. Mm -hmm. And I think you could like sign your name to say that oh, you yeah. were there. Absolutely. And then you got a little rolled up tube poster. And between us, I think we probably have like 57 of those posters. <laughs> At least. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else. They also, they came out with a, an album, a music album oh, that included yes. the uh, Brian McKnight song, Remember <laughs> the Magic, which is which I have in our hearts. Only Memories of a female singer on that, but I don't know. I'm not sure why. I'm sure I heard it at the time, but. Um, but it included all kinds of fun tracks. I, as I was just mentioning, one of our favorites is Tim Curry, who did the uh, the ballad of Davy Crockett. <laughs> that was kind of a fun one. Um, but then they also had. Um, I remember um, Hillary Rodham Clinton was the first lady at the time. She came to Disney World and gave a speech. Wow. In front of the castle cake. I missed that. <laughs> I must have been off that day or something. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and then, and I think there was another one, the Disneyland 45th. I don't really remember much about that. Hmm. I'm sure something happened. <laughs> I apologize if that was your favorite. But we're going to cut to the 100 years of magic celebration at Walt Disney World, which actually celebrated uh, the 100th anniversary of Walt's birth. So this was 2001. So this isn't really a park anniversary, but it was. It took place at the parks. Yes. And uh, what do you have to say about that? Um, I have very. I don't. What year was this? 2001. 2001. I was not living here at the time. I was living in Rhode Island, My, and I had two I very saw. small babies. We did visit the park, though. We drove down from Rhode Island in the dead of winter one time <laughs> for <laughs> oh some my. reason and so i remember getting the um well that was of course when they installed the hat that's in right front the sorcerer hat in front of the, the great, great movie ride. ride also rest in peace um pieces. <laughs> that's that, that one. one is pieces you're right <laughs> no well just the inside the outside's still there anyway um so yeah, that was a big thing, and it was also kind of like the emergence of interactive uh, technology. So the pins that you could buy, which were these huge like That's pins right. like this big, and they had them in the shape of the hat, and I think there was a few other ones, um, and they were like thick. And you yeah. Could, I didn't, well, I guess I did open one and wear it, but I have a few like still unopened. And if you walked by, the hat thing. or something it would, it would light, light up, up. Yeah. it was supposed to interact with I think parades or something mm -hmm. too yep. and I don't think I ever got that to work and that actually went along with another thing that they installed called the discover the stories behind the magic yeah. which were That's kiosks that were placed all around in each of the parks that had yeah lots of trivia about that and I remember yeah. I was obsessed with those I'm sure because I'm a huge trivia I nerd. don't remember too much about them but I did have two very small children yeah, it's tough to stay <laughs> at a kiosk and kind of go through yes. each and every little bit yeah. with two kids in tow. But I was able to do that because I, do, I did not have two kids in tow at the time. I do rem just have, you know, memories of it being a really fun um, event and experience. Oh, yeah. That they did a lot of really cool Yeah, each of the tickets had um, like a little 25 on it with I don't remember, different oh, yeah, characters. I, I remember they had a Simba. <laughs> Uh, the genie and all kinds of things. Tinkerbell, of course. Uh, they actually introduced also a new parade into each of the. That's parks. right. The stars and motor cars. The stars and motor cars there. parade. The the uh, jam and jungle parade at Animal Kingdom. That was a good one. Um, the the tapestry of 
something? Dreams. Either dreams or... Probably dreams because it was yeah. 2001. Okay. Maybe nation. And then another ad... The, um, remember that... Oh, wait, no. That wasn't remember no. magic. That was it, the 100 years of magic parade, right, probably. Right, I remember it in, It actually, the, the first kind of float actually had a desk of Walt Disney drawing Mickey Mouse. Do you remember uh, that? No. <laughs> yeah. He, Probably did not Walt see that Walt Disney was a character know. in that parade. Cinderella's surprise sale. Oh, wait, that was the uh, stage show. Yes. I remember that, too. Um, and they, that's also when they introduced One Man's Dream, correct? That is right. And One your Man's Coke Dream. bottle was a thing. Oh, that's right. Don't forget your show and tell. I happen to have a 100 Years of Magic a commemorative Coca-Cola bottle that they sold in the parks, and here's what it looks like, which is really just a regular Coca-Cola bottle with the 100 Years of Magic symbol on it. I actually like the little um, the canister. It came in a little bit better. It has, there's the ear hat right there. Sorcerer Magic Mickey hat at the studios. Fun. There it is. Yeah. Um, so good time to be had by all. It really was. And that was in both coasts, wasn't it? The 100 Years of Magic or no? Yes. But they was. didn't really do that much. But they also did a thing with cast members that uh, on their name tags, oh, they right. gave every cast member a choice of 100 things, including different movies that they, you know, Disney has produced over the years, or characters, or parks. And I remember mine. Can you guess what mine was? <laughs> I'm going to go with Disneyland. That's right. Mine said Disneyland on it. And everyone got to choose between from a list of 100 things to put on their name tag. And those were magical memories. <laughs> For, the, for each cast member. Very fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> but the next one was my favorite of all of these, and that was Disneyland's 50th. I've heard only good things. Uh, yeah, there's great things, <laughs> including this was the happiest homecoming on Earth or the happiest celebration on Earth because it was the uh, celebration of 50 years of Disney theme parks. And because ah. of that, they were actually able to incorporate this into all of the parks worldwide. And I remember one of the things that they did there um, at Disney World, for instance, they had a, a new attraction in each of the parks that was brought over from oh, really? a park. I didn't know that was how that happened. Yeah. So that's a good way to so <laughs> that's explain when, that. That's when they brought Soren over from California wow. Adventure to Epcot. Uh, they brought the Lights Motors action uh. extreme stunt show from the Disney Studios Park in Paris. Um, Cinderella Bration, mm. which we were talking about from Tokyo Disneyland at uh, for there. And the one at Animal Kingdom was a little weird. They brought over Lucky the Dinosaur from <laughs> Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, and that, that was right after Hong Kong Disneyland opened. But this one, going back to the Disneyland part, um, they had a huge celebrity blowout at the on on may f the party was on may 4th at disneyland they actually closed disneyland down for wow. the stars to go into uh, disneyland that day um it was it was a huge thing and they had uh julie andrews she was the ambassador of the f of disneyland for that year uh they had leanne rhymes come out and sing that uh, the remember when song that was kind of the anthem um, for that. They had all of these things. And one of my favorite things was the 50 Hidden 50s. Ah, yes. Where they had 
throughout the park, they had hidden 50 where they had the, like the little logo of kind of like a Mickey Mouse with a 50 in it. And they were all throughout the park. I remember like one was on the side of Splash Mountain and it was done in the style of whatever it was on. And it was just a lot of fun to go around the park and see if you could find them all. Because some of them were not easy to find. Um, I wish I'd been able to participate in that. That sounds yeah, fun. that was a lot of fun. But they also did a thing where they took all of the original attractions that were still there from opening day, and they painted one of the vehicles gold. Ooh. And so, like, on the teacups, there was a golden teacup. Oh, that reminds uh, me of a teacup story. There was a, uh, on the Dumbo Flying Elephants, one of the Dumbos was all gold. Even on a Jungle Cruise boat was all gold. Hmm. That's crazy. For every opening day attraction that was still there, they had one of those, a golden vehicle. I was still so, like, not paying attention to anything Disneyland uh-huh. at that point in time. Yes. However, I did, a friend of mine who lived in California had gotten a plate from, I don't Ooh. know if she got it on eBay or just, like, found it in a um, thrift store or something. But when I saw it, I was like... I must have all of these and complete this set, even though is I've that, never been to Disneyland. Is that what this is? That's what this is. And For those of you who are not uh, yes. watching, you should check out check us out on YouTube to yeah, watch this. Yeah, and I'll take a photo of all of these and, and post it, but we're just going to show That's you right. one because we don't want to take yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. To <laughs> there are actually six plates in the set. It comes in this fun box. And I guess I should mention while you're talking about this, they actually designed Disneyland Sleeping Beauty Castle. With a whole um, gold oh, yeah. treatment. And on five of the turrets, they had a different crown. Uh-huh. And each of those crowns represented a different decade in Disneyland's history. And each of these plates that you're showing here is from a representative of those crowns. And this is the actually the Tomorrowland one. Yes. Which, which represents is one of my the new Tomorrowland of 1967. Yes. And this card or whatever, paper of, you know, certificate of authenticity explains (laughs) the different plates. Sorry, I have an assistant here. Um, So, yeah, it tells you what each plate represents and the years and all of that cool stuff. And signed in gold by Kim Irvine, who was the designer of the the castle treatment. Um, Um, A lot of people didn't like that treatment of the Disneyland Castle just because it was a huge change. Yeah, it really I, I love People love a classic pretty. Sleeping Beauty channel. Yeah. But it's changed a lot in recent it, yeah, years. Yeah, it's done all kinds of things. But this just, was a fun one. Yeah, quickly on this, if, I mean, you can't zoom in right now, but I will, again, post photos. But this right here is like a rocket. That's right. From and the then, rockets of the world. you know, all together, right. you can't really tell. So all of the... The plate designs are kind of like that. In yeah, the, each like one. I remember hidden. there's the the Eye of Mara from the Indiana Jones attractions for that the 90s. You can see the other ones on the certificate, possibly. Um, that's the Tomorrowland one, the Eye of Mara. Oh, that's right. This is the, the, at the very bottom is a Mouseketeer hat. And then this is the Tinkerbell one. Mm-hmm. And then this is the Blue Fairy. And Blue then there's fairy. one plate that has the castle image in the middle and then all of the different crowns around it. Right. So that was my first ever Disneyland collectible Yay. before See? I had You're ever just even started. thought about visiting Disneyland. And then you went. But they did all kinds of things for this. As I mentioned, the 50 Hidden 50s, which was a lot of fun. Um, but they also, in front of the uh, the train station where they normally have that floral Mickey, they had a, a giant floral 50. 
in that same design. Um, they also did a, um, that movie with uh, Steve Martin oh, and yes. Donald Duck, which I they still that. now, it was so great that they actually have continued to play it in the uh, the pre-show of the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. If you watch the video of this anniversary celebration, you can see the, um, what do you call it, like the reveal of the Steve Martin show yeah. being in that, because it, right. it opened the... I forget the exact name, but it was something like, you know, Great Moments in Disneyland History or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was not, that's not the name, but I, I <laughs> don't re like remember exactly. Involving Donald and he was, you know, Donald was yelling at him. That's right. It was fun. But then, of course, this was also the introduction of the greatest fireworks show in any Disney theme parks history. And that was Remember Dreams Come True, uh, hosted by Julie Andrews. And this was j just a fantastic show that uh, at the end, it kind of does a rundown of yeah. a lot of the attractions in Disneyland history. And one of the great things is they were able to do all kinds of lighting effects. And if you were in the hub, like, for example, when they did the Haunted Mansion, they had, um, when they were sh you know doing sounds of the Haunted Mansion, it had fireworks all around the hub that kind of made it resemble like you were in the... Um, oh, that's cool. What do we call it? The, the stretching uh, room? The stretching room, right. <laughs> the... And they so had a, good we're here for like each other. a like a battle between um, the the castle and the Matterhorn, which kind of represented a uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, mm -hmm. where they had cannon ball I'll blasts. I'll have to rewatch. I don't each. think it plays as well on video as if you were there in person. I've never seen. I know they've replayed them a few times over the years. Since yeah, then, right? it's been it's so popular that um, yeah they've brought it back often. And one of the things about that is because of how much fireworks they do in within the park, it is kind of a nightmare <laughs> in the park, you know, like as far as crowd control. I mean, but ever since they premiered Fantasmic at Disneyland, Disneyland has perfected crowd control as well as they can, <laughs> given the given um, what areas they have to close down, yeah. as long as you follow their rules. And That's like, true. You know, if the, you don't want to be watching whatever yeah, show is happening. is a one direction only. You can only go yes. one way around. But it really is very cool. Uh, that, But that is just a fantastic fireworks show. And I'm glad that you have gotten to see it, even though you weren't there at the 50th anniversary. I have to rewatch it. I don't remember much. Um, they also did all kinds of things that year, including uh, they also had photo mosaics where people were able to send in photos of themselves at Disneyland throughout oh, the yeah. years. That was and a they had a, like time a, for photo mosaics. Yeah, they had an expert come in and take all of these photographs and create uh, like over 30 um, mosaics of different attractions at Disneyland, and they were actually presented in the parks and then you could walk up real close to see all of the individual pictures wow. but even at the um the um the opening of this whole celebration they had cast members have these giant cards that they were able to put up like a i think three feet by three feet and where they held them up and each one of these is made out of tiny little pictures and it, they uh, made a giant picture of mickey mouse that they took oh, from yeah. the sky wow which at the time was the world's largest photo mosaic. Um, but they also redid the Tiki Room that year, which, you know, that was Walt's favorite, of course. Uh, the Space Mountain had just reopened after a two-year absence. The Jungle Cruise had just been redone. And uh, they had opened the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Over in Disneyland, they had the Block Party Bash. 
Um, they repainted Tomorrowland in its original color scheme and, and away from its copper Ooh. and brown and blue colors that a lot of people did not like. They actually had a thing where they premiered the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the second movie, Dead Man's Chest. Oh. They premiered it in the park at the Rivers of America and they had a star-studded uh, red carpet all up Main Street. I remember watching that. Uh, oh yeah, wow, I remember watching that too. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, I mentioned all of the attractions that opened up at Disney World from all of the different parks around the world. They also opened up Expedition Everest here at Disney World as well as Hong Kong Disneyland opened right around that time. So that was a huge one. But one thing I remember, I forgot to mention is, yes, they did the castle at Disneyland, but they also did it at Walt Disney World with all of the gold flourishes. Yes, I do remember. Um, and there was a giant, like right above the uh, the gate, mm-hmm. there was a giant window yeah, that, that showed thing, right? all of the different castles around the world. And they had a little panels that rotated. Yeah, it was and very odd. It kind of went <laughs> through and it showed all the different castles around the world. In addition yeah. to that one, but also had all of these fun golden flourishes that, and a lot of little characters. I think there were a total of like eighteen different characters that hmm. were essentially flying all around the Cinderella Castle here at Walt Disney World. That was just cool. Um, but anyway, so that was enough about that one. That was my favorite <laughs> one. Uh, they also had, of course, the Year of Million Dreams. Uh, this was around oh, two thousand six. Yes, With where they were the castle. Not Sweet. only, yeah, the, they were essentially had gift givers that were kind of roaming magic the parks. Magic makers or something? Magic makers that essentially had, you know, where they were given instructions to do very random uh, acts uh, where they were giving away gifts, just like the third person to drink out of this uh, drinking fountain yeah. a, after 8 o'clock p.m. or something like that. And one of the gifts that they were giving away every day was a night in the Cinderella Dream Suite. Hmm. I never did win that one. I didn't either. And we know so many people that have stayed there. It's kind of depressing the <laughs> amount that we know and we've still never. But we have been in there. so Yes, we have. <laughs> together. Exactly. Um, yeah, but so they were giving all kinds of things. They had the, the f- um, dream fast, fast passes. passes. Yeah, yeah where it was essentially a, a whole page full of fast passes for whatever park they were in. Mm. Um and lots of pins, of course. Mm. But it was just just a way to do random acts of kindness, yeah. I guess. And then as I was mentioning, um, in this year, age of social media, this is kind of when they started doing the, the parks, um, starting with the 25th anniversary of Epcot. Oh, right, in yes. In 2007. And a lot of, you know, this is right after social media was starting to kick in. I honestly think that this is when the anniversary celebration started to go downhill. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. Um, You can disagree with me if you want. I'm not going to disagree. But I I mean, I guess I have memories of the 25th thing because there was D23 was involved then. Not yet. No? That's the 30th. The 30th? Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know if I have any memories of Epcot. No, I don't because I was living in Tampa then. Yeah. That's where your figment is from. That's right. The 25th. And that oh was God. one of the first things I was like, why didn't I get this? And you I was going to look for it on eBay, but then I didn't have to because you, we ended up getting married. It. <laughs> well, it's got a, yeah, it says 25th anniversary on it. It's number 880 of 1,200. Good number. Um, All right. Yeah. I guess but, I take back what I said about going downhill then because okay, I didn't experience was, this. I have not no. Not quite yet. <laughs> but yeah, one of the things that they had that day, uh, 
that day, they had Marty Sklar give a kind of like a historic uh, talk mm. about Epcot uh, at the Symbiosis Theater in oh. the land. Um, that's actually when they uh, premiered a museum in Communicore, I guess it's Interventions uh, West, hmm. which now, of course, no longer exists, where they had a, a fun display of all kinds of artifacts for over oh, the history yeah. of Epcot. And then, of course, eventually that went away where they had that wall of just kind of like a timeline. Time that just of, ended abruptly. <laughs> yeah, which was still fun that they yeah, would no. have something historical about Epcot. But that's when that premiered. It was the 25th anniversary. Um, shortly after that, they did the 10th anniversary of Animal Kingdom, which I remember going to that day also. No? I don't You're remember there? that. That's all right. They had a ceremony <laughs> at the opening that day with Joe Rohde and mm. uh, the park president at the time, Val Bunting and uh, Jane I Goodall. Do you remember the 15th? I was there for that. There, there was also a huge talk with Joe Rohde at the uh, Festival of the Lion King Theater. Where he's, you know, he's just such a great storyteller. That was phenomenal. Yeah. There was another one, uh, a cast exclusive talk with Roy E. Disney and Jane Goodall. Wow. This was right when they were premiering the um, the True Life Adventure DVD sets, mm. which I, of course, got all four of them. Um, but this was also celebrating the, the 10th anniversary of the Disney Wildlife Conservation Fund. And they had given away, I think, $10 million at that point. And then, of course, then D23 started in 2009. Um, and that's when, you know, shortly after that, they did the, the 10th anniversary, I'm sorry, the 20th anniversary of the Hollywood Studios. Remember, Bob Weiss gave a talk there, and he kind of gave hints that the ear hat would be coming down. Mm. I don't really I don't remember, remember too that. much of that. But then D23 really got involved with the Epcot's 30th anniversary. Yeah, which is that was a fun in event. 2012. Where they had a, a real fun event, yeah, with all kinds of speakers. And, you know, they had already had his, a lot of history with the D23 Expo as well That's as right. the Destination yes. Ds. So this was kind of like a Destination D, but Epcot-focused. Yeah. It was really great to see, yeah. like, the original Journey into Imagination ride through again. Yeah. Along with, of course, all the concept art and various suggestions from Tony Baxter. That's when I got to meet Tony Baxter. Yay. And I shook his <laughs> hand. It was so warm and soft. Ah, I love him. Tony Baxter. <sighs> we like him. But they also <laughs> had like the musical medley of all of the Epcot yes. music. Which With was our friend. Just a lot of fun. Melody was a part That's of right. that. And Erica, I believe, was one of the dancers. Mm -hmm. That's right. And Stephen and Michael Crawford was there too, doing a presentation. That's right. And Alex. All and the old gang. We're gonna get Jason them on Grant here. And all them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but then and then they did the thirtieth anniversary of Epcot. That's what that was. Uh, sorry, the thirty-fifth anniversary of Epcot. Wait, you're forgetting the fortieth. Oh, that's of right. This the fortieth anniversary of Walt Disney World. What year was that? That, of course, was. <laughs> Let's see, nineteen seventy-one plus forty is two thousand eleven. Okay, um, that that is what I'm talking about when things started to go downhill, because if you recall, there was so much speculation online on Twitter, etc., about what they were going to do. Oh yeah. And there was a lot of uh, various. This was when Twitter was still kind of in it in its infancy, as far as Disney Twitter goes. So there was a lot of people that had been doing Twitter meetups on their own and things like that. So it was kind of a, a little family, mm -hmm. so to speak. So we did, there was one uh, group that was doing 
the retro day. Yes. Um, so we all dressed up in 70s outfits. I didn't really have a 70s outfit, but I did an Eastern Yours? Airlines No, that was awesome because Eastern Airlines was the original sponsor of exactly. Walt Disney World. That was very retro. Um, but at the end of the day, there was like a cupcake and they did a, <laughs> a stage show, you know, moment. And then yeah. they sold merchandise, which this shirt is one of those. And that was kind of it. And that's yeah. kind of the way they've been ever since then. I should say, though, that was one year prior to the 30th anniversary of Epcot. But of that Epcot, was D23 took over that's for that. That's so. a very good point. Very but then point. the 35th D23 was kind of slightly disappointing as well. Yes, that one was incredibly disappointing because <laughs> they really um, they wanted to make it kind of like a premiere event where they oh, really right. overpriced it. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and limited it to the a very few yeah. amount of folks who could uh, attend it to make it seem exclusive. And they didn't really have a huge lineup that they were hoping to have yeah. uh, like they did for the no 30th. No one wants to fly to Florida. And, and especially pay hundreds of dollars just for the thought, of, you know, who cares if it's limited? Just give us, you know, we just want the, the material. I don't care if I'm with a thousand people. Right versus a hundred yeah um, i mean it's like destination cares. d you don't care where you yeah, sit it's it had just like that you're I there remember like a like a sack lunch yeah. or a box lunch still have, like, they did come in nice uh cont like carrier so i still have those in the pantry yeah <laughs> but that was about it that was, that was the takeaway so. sorry um sorry the folks at d23 really dropped the ball on that one i apologize yeah. <laughs> i think that was right around the time things were changing there as well management yes and they people were. in charge <laughs> um but you know, coming, oh, the Disneyland 60th, I see on your thing. I forgot about that. That was another, no, I'm seeing on your paper. We actually got to experience that that's in right. person. Not the day, well, it was pretty much the day of, because that's when we Expo was the same time that year. That's yeah. right. Um, that was fun. A lot of people didn't like it, but I really liked it the new fireworks. That's actually where I got this shirt. I think I made you get that shirt. Yeah. I you don't never wear, wear it, it. but... <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I do remember I was in the in the queue for Peter Pan's flight when I did a a Snapchat where I installed sixty diamonds. I do of, remember on that. A, that was on a picture of the castle. Back in the days of your handcrafted Snapchats, <laughs> um, but it was a fun. I liked the fact that there was all these new things that were happening, and I think that's what, in my opinion, Disney does best. Yes. Um, but. Walt Disney World and Disneyland to an extent in recent years, the past five years or so, have been so in flux and there's so many new things coming that it's kind of hard, I think, to have the kind of celebrations that they used to have. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what what's in store for us on the mean, 50th, especially yeah, that's the with thing, is there's a huge number coming up and that is Walt Disney World's 50th. As I mentioned, Disneyland's 50th, that was my favorite of all of these, where they yeah. had all kinds of fun and fun things. Um, there, so there's definitely an opportunity, because it's not just the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary. Right. It's, it's all of Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World's, World's 50th anniversary. Yeah. They, uh, they're, you know, they've, they've had so much time to think about what to do. Maybe this is when we'll get our new nighttime parade. They're saving it for that. Uh, we just got a new fireworks show. 
there's already a new Epcot yeah. I mean, furniture. I don't know what I else think, they Yeah, could. because they have so many things that they've already announced yeah. and that are on the horizon. That's the thing is D23 is, really has changed Yeah, they can't really, the announcement schedule. They can't just take that stuff and cherry pick each one of these and say, okay, yeah, that's actually part of our 50th anniversary celebration. Mm. I mean, they could, but it's, uh, so I'm not really expecting much. Yeah. Which is sad. I mean, it's further commentary of, you know, what we say a lot on here is just how much things have changed in recent times and the focus of the parks, the focus of marketing kind of things mm-hmm. that I don't know that a celebration, and I think more people are looking for new pins, new merchandise, new Funko Pops. Cupcakes. Um, yeah, like <laughs> that is what people want. Or is it what they want because that's what they give them? It's always that's the a very chicken good versus the egg <laughs> scenario. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if you're listening or watching, let us know what you think the 50th yes. is going to hold or what your favorite um, Do you have any were. great memories of any of these yeah. uh, anniversary celebrations that we've been talking about? Let us know if you've um, been there. Because as I mentioned, like I was, I went goo crazy. <laughs> For that 50th anniversary one at Disneyland, I just could not get enough of that. I took probably 50 photographs of each of the 50 50s because Where I was that much photographs? into it. <laughs> I'll never tell. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was <laughs> but, a hard topic, I think, to squish into. I'm sure it's over an hour at this point. It is, yes. Um, but there have been, it's fun to look back at the history of how Disney used to celebrate things, how Disney used to chronicle things. Um, so I think it was a fun look back and yeah. a question as to what the future will hold. Yeah. So if anything, I think it's great that we have a lot of the, the material from the old ones. As you mentioned, you will uh, post a link to all yeah. of those YouTube videos. I will. Of those Which just, I don't, classic just TV accounts, uh, so. celebrations. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of them are on Progress City USA. Some at least. Some. So, but definitely check check back on those because that's, as I mentioned, is a good time capsule of the parks of the past. Uh, and then, of course. Oh, one oh, final thing. Please. It's interesting to see uh, the. Par- they usually show a parade in all of these shows. It's yes. interesting to see in the Disneyland one, which I had never heard before. I forget what year it was now, but the song that they use is very reminiscent yes. of then <laughs> Festival of Fantasy and. The um, forever 60th anniversary Disneyland fireworks. Yes, they and definitely. I'm like, wow, they really they reuse recycle, stuff. reuse, and recycle. Parade floats yes. too. You can see. Um, oh yeah. From the 10th Walt Disney World anniversary, say, that original mirrored castle float that's still in use. Well, I guess maybe. Yeah, they use it at Christmas time. I remember, especially with Remember the Magic, the mm-hmm. 25th anniversary. That one was a. Oh yeah. A big spectacle. Yeah, but that one like you kept reusing. And my teacup it. story. Remember, I said I had a teacup story. Please. One of the Disneyland parades <laughs> had. Um, I don't know if it was the 50th or not, but they had Tweedledee and Tweedledum in teacups, and oh, they were yeah. basically holding on to them but walking the teacups. I now remember that, One yes. of those teacups is the one that's in the D-style store at Disney Springs Ooh, West Side. Something to check out. And you can tell because whenever I go in there, I'm like, why is there this dumb like bar in the teacup? <laughs> like Just to hold on and take a photo, Like that doesn't make sense because that's not how you ride the teacup. That's why. That's what it's from, is that. So I don't know if it's the same one from the parade, but <laughs> it's a different color. That's funny. If you know Stephen Vagnini... Please comment and let us know. Yes, (laughs) please. But anyway, thank you, as always, for listening. Let us know your thoughts. 
on various anniversaries past, what you think the future's mm-hmm. anniversaries will be, what you'd like to see. Yes, what you don't want to see. Yeah, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a rating on Apple or Google, yeah. wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to get your comments and yeah. questions. Give us a Anything. thumbs up on YouTube, subscribe, <laughs> and comment there or on the blog post or on Facebook. You can find us anywhere. We'd love to hear from you. That's right. And hear your thoughts. And so. as always, thank you for joining us. Up the waterfall. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now.